ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Neighbors Livecast. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, and with me today is my man, Honey Grant. Just Mike, what's up, brother? Hey, man, it's good to see y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a great show for y'all today because our guest today is the amazing vocalist uh, whose charismatic and inviting personality and her raw talent makes her live performance something you have to see. Um, I posted a video uh, to my page just to give y'all a little taste of, uh, of, of, her, of her ability to sing a precious Lord. And I was just telling her, like, I still get chills watching that video. The runs, her, her uh, mastery of her, her vocals is amazing. Of course, I'm speaking of Melissa Female. Welcome to the Neighbors Live Pass. How you doing? Hey, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We so glad to have you here, man. I'm excited to talk to you, uh, you know, about your journey. A lot has happened since the last time we talked. So we're going to get into all of that and, uh, yeah, and talk about, you know, where you were, where you at now, and how you got there. But uh, first, there's a couple of things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about, and we're going to talk about it right now. First of all, I want to send a shout-out to uh, our two female hosts who uh, both had prior engagements this evening, but they actually... Uh, surprisingly, they both have the same birthday. It was uh, June the 7th. Uh, I'm sorry, July the 7th. Look, I don't know. Anyway, it was July the 7th, uh, and, and they did their thing. Happy birthday to both of them. Uh, Patrice Jones and Miss Aisha, um, you know, they had amazing birthdays and uh, enjoyed their days, so I'm so glad for that. They're wonderful women, and can't wait for them to be back here with us. Uh, that's going to be dope. So, um, 26, 26 years old, both of them. They feel great, don't they? 26? That's what it is. That's what we're going to say. Okay. <laughs> I ain't getting into that. That's a good number. <laughs> that, that is. That is. That is. So um, I want to uh, start with both of you guys have uh, have kids. And so I want to talk about an interesting contrast that I know is going on in, in the news lately. So on the one side, we have um, girls like uh, Zayla Avant-Garde, the young lady who won the, uh, the Spelling Bee. Uh, and not only did she win, not only was she the first African-American to win the National Spelling Bee, but it was also revealed that she currently holds not one, not two, but three world records in the Guinness Book of World Records for basketball, dribbling, and juggling. And um, she also, it was just announced that she also received several free ride scholarships from a number of different universities. And she that's, earned them. She yeah, earned yeah, definitely, definitely. She earned them. And then, um, you know, we have, you know, just outstanding young girls, people like uh, Shakari Richardson, who even though she went through her issue, you know, um, dealing with uh, what Mike is smoking right now, uh, she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. she um, is one of the fastest um, women in the world, basically. Broke all she is of the fastest woman in the world. Her. She is the fastest. She ain't one of them. She is that. And, and, so, and. And it's it's messed up that you bring it up you know, what I'm smoking, but I guess what I'm not going to the Olympic trials and shit. I, I work in Midas. That's a hey, look. Yeah, don't say that too loud. They're gonna be pissed at you. But anyway, but uh, but my, yeah. My so point, I wanted. To, oh, go ahead. What you gonna say? My point was, you know, we, we bring her up. Let's not bring her up loosely. You know, what I'm saying stuff. Uh, uh, it's it's a double edged sword. You want to see that young that young woman survive where she, you know, coming from where she's from, and she survives by excelling in this sport. Right. Perhaps in the next four years, unfortunately, we live with crabs. You know what crabs do. Yeah. They cling to one another. They don't let you off the basket. You did? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I feel like uh, in her situation, it was a, a, a good lesson. You know, she's 19, right? So... Lesson, a lesson to who? 
for about a lesson um, to her. Yeah, to her about uh, what you need because it's rule set for what you need to do. And she was going through a lot, you know, like she said, her mom passed away and, and whatever the case may be. And, uh, you know, and I hear a lot of people who say that it's a, it's a um, it's not a good rule. It's like an um, a outdated rule because uh, weed doesn't help you run fast or anything like that. But the bottom line- Unless you run up in the police. Anyway, in my opinion, that's when it's in your sock. But, but, uh, but in my opinion, it's like, um, if it's set rules, like if it's um, things you have to do to reach a certain goal, you know, part of your training and discipline and all that is making sure that you adhere to these things that you have to do. And so um, this situation happened. It was, it was a strong lesson. Every, every you know, um, person coming of age, in those years, 18, 19, 20, those are the times you make mistakes and learn those lessons. It's sad that she had to learn it in front of so many people just because she was in the spotlight, but it's a valuable lesson. I think she's gonna come, she's gonna get a lot of endorsements. First of all, Nike stood by her. You know what makes it sad? Then what makes it sad? Well, I mean, just that uh, it's always gonna be people that's gonna criticize and look at her crazy because of it. It was criticizing yeah. her because of her hair and her nails already. I know, but, and her, but and her, her people another reason is never a good idea. But right, right. That's that's what I that's what I felt. I felt like people were already against her look. Right. And then right. she kind of proved people right, unfortunately. So we live in a time where regardless of what you got going on, sometimes things are bigger than you. And I wish somebody would have been around her to really Who was who, who ain't who, get her out the rotation? Come she on, can't smoke. She about to get a gold fucking medal. I I don't went off at that cookout. Yeah. Or that, 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 that but look, has. look though. This is the thing. Oh. The we need her. We need her. we need her. Yeah, yeah. So what I was trying to tell my friends, they can't change the rule for one person. Like they would have to change the rules completely. She could be the start of that. Yeah. But yeah. I That's believe she's to gonna do. come back and be greater. I think she's yeah. going to yeah. be a big yeah. deal. Because, yeah. like I said, I don't smoke weed, but I know people that do. And if she ran that fast on weed, I need to right. see her off weed. Right, yeah. So yeah. I don't, I'm I don't, like, I don't, but from her environment, that same environment respect. Yeah. We talk about this little person that we don't know. Yeah. 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 The same individuals that's around her then that, that didn't say, hey, nah, mom. You have a sip, here's a sip, here's a sip, get a little sip. But you put this in your body and this cuts down any, opp any opportunity you have for the next four years of doing something. Fuck the Olympics, fuck the damn gold medal. How about just like working for four years based in, in a field that you excel at better than anyone else? Like yeah. and, and, and and so so if that same circle is around her, and they they haven't galvanized and gotten stronger because of with because of the weather. That's, I think they will it's though. That's why I said it's a good lesson. I, I, it's I, I, not. I'm it's, hoping they will. You don't know. You know. I you know. Might, though. She might need to check her circle because oh, you need the people around you to say, "Hey, no, not right now. Don't mess this up." She needed that person. And whoever sold it to her, they trashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to be smacked in the face hard. Because I don't you think anybody sold it to her directly. I think she was at the party. Somebody, we all got weed, man. Her mama just passed. She got weed. Me. Somebody can die. <laughs> I got high shit. My mama, my mama died. I got high as a draft's ass. And uh -huh. I've been that way ever since. Before then, so, but, but anyway. But, but yeah, man, definitely. So, the, but the reason I brought her up, and uh, thanks, Mike, for uh, um, you know, turning the conversation a little bit because I did want to talk about it a little bit before um, I got into this part of it, which was showing the contrast, showing these women who are these young girls 
uh, you know, uh, Shikari 19 and uh, Zayla. I hope I'm saying her name right. I always destroy people's names. But anyway, she's only 14. And, was, you know, the the winning the, the spelling bee and all of the world records and stuff. But then on the other side of that, we got some young girls out here. You know, I was listening to the news today and um, uh, the three young ladies who were arrested for trying to carjack a guy over by the, um, by the baseball stadium. And uh, they uh, didn't really try to tase them and carjack them. One of them was 12, the other was 13, and the third was 16. And it's like, um, when I first heard that, I was like, man, we got to talk about this tonight. And what's wrong with the young girls these days and stuff like that? But then I started thinking about the other side of that, the people who are excelling and stuff. So um, so I'm glad that I have both of y'all on here. Both of y'all have daughters. And so um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the type of stuff that you uh, talk about. I know, um, uh, Melissa, your daughter's pretty young, right? Yeah, but but she I mean, got a little mind on her already. Right. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> well, she's your daughter. No, but uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I do want to talk about. Um, I know Mike's daughters are a little older, but I also want to talk to you about um, like even now, what you're planning to kind of talk to her about to try to keep her on the right track or things you might be doing in in these stages. So I'm gonna start with Mike because his daughters are a little older. Um. And like, just uh, what kind of things do you talk to your daughter? Just seeing these two different stories and you, these girls who have gone to like the highs of highs and then these girls who are kind of, you know, because these three girls that just got arrested. Uh, I think we were talking about it earlier, Mike. You said, hey, you know, they're getting juvenile life. They ruined their lives pretty much. You know what I'm saying? My, my daughters are the same age, 16, yeah. 14, 15. Mm -hmm. um, I watched the video. Baby girl hopped out the car. That was on its side. She ran the dude, the dude over. Oh, you told me. Well, those were the first two shirts. It was shining fire. That oh. this was, these are three girls that just did it yesterday. Okay. After okay. this okay. happened, like, how can you, you know, how can you see that and still be they like, oh, they just got sentenced. They, they, them girls just yeah, those girls just got sentenced. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. And she, when she hopped up the car, the first thing she asked for, it's on video, say, my phone, where's my phone? I'm like, oh my God. So ultimately, we're going to save our babies. Um, I have been blessed with uh, strong women in the lives of all my children, um, from my oldest biologically to my youngest, not biologically. The woman in my life right now is a very tough, stern, strong woman. Uh, coming from Brooklyn, having acquired uh, things scholastically that you shouldn't come, you shouldn't get from Brooklyn, like two degrees, you know, got her master's, worked her butt off, got her own. Moreover, is an excellent person and mom. So that example in and of itself goes a long way. Some of these little girls don't have it. And some of these little girls, you know, got some things going on and you know, things didn't happen to them. And, and then they had to, you know, find their way to the streets. And it's tough. So you look forward to a better day for them. But ultimately, mine, you know, I, I try to plant seeds of love and respect in them. With, you know, their love and respect is of themselves. So they, they, they give it out even more. And they're also attractive. That's, that's laws of attraction, ultimately. You know, also, it's funny you talking talk about this. I was thinking about, thinking about, you know, if you brought harm to one of them, what I would do. Um, typical father type shit, you know. Yeah. But what if I was their, their, their father and, you know, what if those my kids, that man is dead. They ran up to the other situation. Yeah, yeah, perfect. They, they, yeah. they, they snatched his car up. Delivering Uber, Uber food and ran him, ran drug him down the road yeah. into the fucking uh, national stadium. They kept him moving. Like, 
the stuff. How old is yours, Melissa? Mine's <laughs> is still a baby. Yeah. Oh. He turns two in September, but um, September but she had she September the eighth. Virgo, yeah. She um, but she's tough already. Um, what I do teach her is how to be a fe- a feminine. Like these are the things you do. Um, also I've been teaching her like, cause she's she's very handsy. So she was beating up her brothers and stuff. And I always tell her like, look, I don't want you to think you can get away with this because you're a girl. Because I grew up with boys and um. I would see like, like if they got in, if they did something, it was like you know they get punished, and then the girl is just like, oh okay, it don't matter. Well, maybe that same situation, if it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling, when they're twelve and they fourteen, they're sixteen, they think they're gonna keep getting away with these same things. So these girls might have thought, I can do this and just get a tap on the shoulder, versus a twelve-year-old or fourteen-year-old bo- black boy it would have been totally different even the way it came out in the media um so i try to teach her just basically equal like look you're equal to your brothers um i love all you all she's very like i said she's strong-minded already um so i let her pick out her little clothes and things like that but um i let them just see what i do from day to day and then we do our little affirmations i talk to them like that i tell her you know I don't want you to ever feel like someone have to tell you that you're beautiful. So I say things like that to her. Um, I try to show her lots of love. So she's not out here looking for it because, you know, that could be one of the reasons why I don't know these young girls stories, but I do know some of, some of my friends stories growing up that that was what they were missing. They just ain't have anybody to really show that they um, love them. So I just try to show her that cook for you know and let her see like this is mommy and i let her see me in all my elements so she seen me see she seen me before um i got dressed up so she can see this is mommy when i'm serious now i'm on serious mode you know this is what i'm doing um and i believe that's that's how they develop is what they see from day to day so i don't know what those young girls sing but some of them unfortunately they don't have that um and I think that it's a spike in our city because of COVID. So when COVID hit, now you took all of the, the you know, the youth groups that were helping these young kids. Now these same young kids were trapped in the house with probably their problems. And it just amplified. Um, so it's a shame. I do feel like you might on one end, it's like, Dang, could they have gave these girls a lighter sentence because something had to had occurred to make them do something like that? Because I was wondering, was somebody older pushing them to do that? But um, on the other end, would I have said that if that was my loved one? No. You know, so it goes back to the, um, I don't want to say her name wrong, Sakari. Richardson situation, there's consequences for all your actions. And the world don't care. (laughs) The world don't care. The world don't care. What's the reasoning behind it? So, like with her, with the two girls, they did the same thing. Like, okay, well, you guys did this. Young or not, you're getting, you're in trouble. Right, right. So, um, unfortunately, we don't have, and we need to, we need to, we definitely need to build that again in this area, you know, because um, this is the worst that I've seen it with youth, you know, 
doing so many things like carjacking. So it's making me feel like what's what's happening? What's what's happening here that you all are doing that instead of, you know, finding something else to do. So um I'm wondering will it would it change a little bit once school starts? What would you gonna say, Mike? It ain't nothing else to do sometimes. Well, that's what I was saying. Because of COVID, you trapped in the house. If your parents are crazy or your siblings or whatever, now you stuck to to into your environment and they were like, oh well, let's just go, you know, let's go I, do this. Versus when school was open. I have done some really stupid shit. And it's and it's all because we was born. <laughs> and we were generation X. We didn't give a fuck. And then we had babies. Generation Y. And it's gone. I mean, if you look at if you look at if you look at it going into the, to the new millennium, there was a real reluctance to not just the Y two K bullshit, but more so what we was gonna do, what pigs was gonna turn, and they they psyched us out, gave us eight years of some shit. It was amazing, you know, like wow, we have an individual as a president that actually actually might represent us. And then they took it all away, and we are where we are now. And it's like, damn, it's all some bullshit. It's some bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of crazy. I, I might want to say that, but I don't know. I don't know who I'm gonna lie. Right? Yeah, yeah. I hate you. That's our problem. We're gonna put the parental advisory up there so they know that it's uh. But uh. But yeah, our babies deserve better. We don't give us nothing to do. They do. Rich kids, rich kids go to, I'm going to tell you what rich kids do. My, my, my wife is hell-bent on getting the kids into like the YMCA and, and activities and stuff. And I be in my, in, in myself, like, I ain't had that. What the fuck you talking about? Like, you know, we had no money for all that. And I realized we can afford 60, 70 bucks for a week so the little one can go experience different things, do arts and crafts and out the house and not go, you know, crazy. Some families don't have it. I didn't have it. Right, right. I didn't have that. I'm trying to tell you, I get a lot, lot less than that. So it's like, we get And that's what through. hurt me about Sakari with that happening because I was like, it had to be hard to even get to that point. Right. Yeah. To get to this point and you finally made it. And the same person that wasn't in your life is almost the reason why exactly. you didn't make it. That's just crazy to me. Like, the same person yeah. that you you pulled through all of this and you finally got there, and this same person is also the cause of you not. That was like that's, that's gotta yeah. affect how you uh you know how you parent, right? Just understanding that it's like okay, so I gotta be that person, right, for my kids and make sure that they have that person. So if they ever get there, they'll you know they can at least say mama was like, don't do it, you know. Yeah. You know so. But, but then your kids get to a certain age, and you get to a certain age, when you realize. You ain't gonna be around forever, and That's once you're true. not around forever, I'm I'm 40. I don't know if I got 40 more years, but I can't I can't have it at this rate. <laughs> My guy, you know what I'm saying? So you want to leave them and give them something, something before yeah. that. Dave always asks this question about kids and shit. Sometimes I feel like he's just like very fertile, and he just can't wait to get. <laughs> Well, he always asks. Hey, I ain't saying that. Always it's fascinating stuff, and it's interesting. Then, my you might be helping somebody else who got a kid who want to know. That's why I always ask, like, you want to help? You want to help kids, help parents? All right, ask Miss Melissa and, and myself a question about parenting. Like, 
as first question on top of your head, man. We're gonna give you the real estate answer. And you gotta cuss, Melissa. You gotta cuss. She can't. <laughs> no, you don't. Don't listen to him. Anyway, and uh, we'll do that She's later. Trying to get now. me to be bad on this right, live. Right, yeah, yeah, on the live. Come on, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna act up my uh-uh. But yeah, let me uh <laughs> let me keep it moving. I did want to talk a little more about um the young lady um who won the spelling bee, Zayla uh Avant-Garde. And and Mike, I wanted to ask you, you know, she she won the spelling bee. So what I wanted to ask you was um spell idiosyncrasy. No, I'm just I'm just messing with you. <laughs> you heard me suck my teeth. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Nah, I, I can spell the word. Uh, you can spell it. I know you yeah. probably can. But um, a lot of things happened we didn't get to talk about last week because, like I said, we had some technical difficulties. There was a lot of stuff in the news uh, that we didn't, didn't really get to touch on. You know, uh, Bill, uh, touch on yeah, no pun intended. No there you <laughs> go. What we do? He said, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby got released from prison, and a lot of people are, um, you know, it's it's a lot of people on both sides of that discussion. And I'm not going to get, like, you guys can and say how you feel about it if you want. I'm not going to get into it. All I want to know is, are we still watching the Cosby Show? Melissa, you still watching the Cosby Show? No comment? Okay. Mike. Are we still listening to R. Kelly? Now, that's a different thing. I, I mean, it's tough because all his stuff sounds <laughs> weird now. Like, when you listen to it, it's like... It was real. <laughs> um, so am I still question looking at the Cosby show? I wasn't watching it really. Okay. <laughs> really. But um, I mean, I'll speak on it a little bit. Um, they couldn't have had enough evidence to let him, I mean, the fact that he's out. So something was wrong in there. So I don't know who was right, who was wrong. I do believe somebody's story was right, but I think sometimes when this stuff happened, everybody come out like, "Me too," yeah, and yeah. Um, that's, that's what that's what that's what's sad about um, people that that really have gone through this is that their voices aren't heard because Billy Bob and Sally and and right, you know yeah. Elroy and everybody like we want to be a part two, and then they end up messing up everything. So. I'm kind of telling you what I think about this situation. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, feel I feel you. And I mean, I, you know, um, my thing is, like, I wasn't there. I don't know, you know, if if it did happen, you know, um, if if what they say about him is true, then, you know, hopefully um, he he's able to uh, uh, pay his debt to society for it. And if not, it's a good thing that he's free. I, I Like, I, my whole thing is I wasn't there. Um uh, we've had a discussion on here a couple of times before about like separating the art from the artist, though. So people like uh, Bill Cosby, like R. Kelly, like um, who else has done stuff? And people, you know, have gone to jail for, gotten in trouble for it. And people like they want to cancel them and stuff like that. But can you separate the art from the artist? Like, is it okay? Like you said, to still listen to R. Kelly and but not support him. And there are people out there who say if you like, you know, watch the Cosby Show or any stand-up or anything like that, you're supporting rape. And I think that's a little far. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, but... That's very far, because they don't know what name brand people and who they talk to around the corner. I mean, you know, you could be supporting a whole bunch of crazy people. So it's just that he was exposed, you know? Right, yeah. So, I mean, so I think my personal opinion is it's possible to separate. I can... What was your question, man? What was your original question? I'm getting back to it. Stay with me. Uh, So my question was, 
Ken, you watch, and I was about to say, so I, my thing is, you can separate the art from the artist. You can still watch Dr. Yeah. Heathcliff Huxtable yeah. and not support yeah. Bill Cosby. So yeah. do you watch, uh, do you still watch the Cosby show, Mike? That's the best elevated music I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You still Mike tried to put some salt on your sugar, dude. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when, all day. When you grow up and you don't have no father, and you see all bitch asses around you, and you not even a man yet, and then you see this character on the TV show, and he loves all people and kids, and his wife is beautiful and elegant, and you know what I'm saying? It, it gives you a picture that, you, obviously, me personally, I need it, and I don't deny that. I, I, I don't, I can, I can, I can separate him and Michael Jackson and R. Kelly and every fucking body else bullshit, and, and, and I can listen to these songs and their music and, their, and watch their performances. And it is a little sickening in the back of my head to know that you know, possibly they were sick bastards too. It is what mm. it is. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Mike. Do you do you think on that, that perspective you have that they had a greater assignment if they would have thought about it? Like, assignment? Got... Like from God and shit? No. I mean, well, it's, you know, assignment meaning... Whatever it means to you, but to me, that's like how you just said. People looked up to the show, like this is the model family. So yeah. having that role model, and then that stripped away, and it's like, well, who the hell do we, you know, who's our role model now? Yeah. So that's, that's what I mean by assignment. Separate what I see on TV yeah. versus what he, the real pudding he was doing, putting with <laughs> whatever he was doing. I mean, that's fucked up, like for real. Yeah. If it's true. Yeah, and I hate to say it's because you know what I kind of believe it is, and if it is, then I don't really fuck with you. But I can watch the Cosby Show. And the, uh, 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 um, yeah, yeah, dilemma. yeah. That's why I said. I mean, honestly, wasn't like watching it. Um, but like Mike said, I mean, if if it is true, that's terrible, okay. absolutely terrible. But I do, I do definitely believe that. If there were people that threw themselves in the equation that didn't even belong, they could have messed it up for people that, and that's that. I think that happens a lot in our yeah, society. That, like, you what bothers me? What I heard about, like, for me, for me, like, I know me, right? Mm -hmm. I have three daughters in my life, and a little boy. If it happened to one of my children, it's going to be a whole nother story. Like, dude, yeah. you heard that, that rapper that got shot 64 times, come out of uh, Cook County Jail uh, yesterday, yeah. this morning? No, I didn't. Wow. Look it up, young man. I don't know what happened. None of my business. But yeah, if, if you did that to my daughter, and that was my child, as soon as you released, it was released. If I didn't get to you while you was in there, or before the arena, because I know where to get plastic pistols and bullets and shit. All right, so we're going to cut Mike off before he incriminated himself. <laughs> Let's move on to the next topic that we're going to talk about. Like, like, man, we talking about our, our girl, like, our, our, my daughters. My daughter, I, 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 I don't see. I don't want to provoke anybody, but I haven't seen no father come up and say, maybe maybe all these women are older, their fathers have passed on, perhaps, whatever. But even as an old man, I'm going to have a fucking six-shooter or something. I'm putting something hot in somebody's ass. You touch my little girl, my daughter. And these so let me ask you that, like, do you think, do, so I'm playing devil's advocate then. If, if no family member is, is acting like that, but what could be the reason why? Because, um, like you said, if somebody they all, did that, all the dead, decrepit, or they some punk pussy dudes, I don't know, but I ain't that one. 
They asked that question though about uh, the R. Kelly situation about a lot of the family members. It would have fought with at the time when it was happening because some of them are coming forward you know now we were at the time I and, uh, but it's years after what was happening happened and apparently they knew about it and didn't you know so but I mean that's a whole murky you know thing and like it's, you know it's, it's, it's a lot of layers in that you asked the question Dave Hey, well, you know, I mean, that, that, Dave said, "Uh, uh-uh, we're gonna keep it surface level. Y'all yeah, ain't yeah. been to council us." Right, right, right. Cause they will cut. What are they talking about? Oh no, cut them off. Nah, but uh, this will be our last show. Back in twenty twenty one, she supported. Right, right. They'll be pulling up your stuff. You be about to win a Grammy. I'm like this, like yes. Right. I'm like, <laughs> they like, nope. Right. <laughs> that's how it be. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, definitely, definitely. Oh, we'll keep all that from happening. So that's like, yeah, like you said, keep surfing up. So uh, with that being said, let's talk to you a little bit, man. I want to talk to you about your musical journey, about your life. Like I said, a lot has happened since, you yeah. know, the last time we talked, you know, um, that that interview was real eye-opening, the one in, uh, uh, what is it, Voyage ATL? Yeah, You know, yeah. I read that, and I was like, okay, here's some stuff that I didn't know, some stuff I knew, you know, so... Um, yeah, and I don't want to unpack the whole thing because I want people to go check it out. But I do want to talk a yeah. little bit about um, uh, your journey. So I want to start off at the beginning, where you, you know, uh, when you first started singing and when you first realized that you actually had a voice and you could actually take this somewhere. Do you remember when that happened? Well, I realized I can sing somewhat around like second or third grade, mm. um, because. I would sing and people would like stop and like, oh Melissa, sing again, like my friends. Mm. And then um in church, they would be like, that girl can sing. Like I would hear that all the time, like, that girl can sing. Yeah. But I was shy, you know, so I would just be like, okay. But my mama, oh, she wasn't playing with me. She would push me up on the thing on and be like, throw up there on the pure pit. And I'll be, it was a meme like that on social media, and the person was kind of singing. And then the mother was like, you better open your mouth. Right, <laughs> and right, that's how yeah. my mother was like, you better sing like you sing in the house and stop being afraid. So um, when I really believed I could sing was probably when people started crying when I was singing. I was like, why are they crying, mama? <laughs> What's happening? Um, but I realized it was a gift then. Um, so it took me a long time, though, before I was like, cool with singing anywhere. Um, cause I would just be like, uh, uh-uh, who, who, who said I can sing? Right. So, so let me ask you about the, uh, the shyness. So was it anything specific that you did to get over that? Or did it just come with you singing more and more or cause you oh, know, like you said, I'm still shy. Oh, it's no, no, a- no, you're not going. I've seen you perform live and you I'm like, about to get to that. go ahead, go ahead. So yeah, all right. It's too, I'm telling you when I tell you it's different sides. It's like an onion to me. Layers, okay. It's layers. So that layer is when I'm like, boom, because I'm like one of those people, once I'm put up to the task, I'm not going to fail. So I'm not about to get on stage and be like, have all these people come out and be like, she's she's some, she's some crap. So I'm like, I'm going to get them a show. But that's my fire. That's like my fear side. Like, okay, like, my husband always say, I do not like Melissa B. Neal. <laughs> as far as like, 
how I am that day when I'm in performance mode. I'm I'm straight deep and like, what would you say? No. So that's why I like um boxing and different different celebrities that have that personality. Because I say, no, they're not cocky. They need that. So that person, oh right. yeah, she's a mess. She thinks she's all of that. And um, you but it but but not until I literally hit the stage. Cause I think you see me perform. Did you you met me? Um, no, you came to the show before I performed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I saw the change. Yeah. So I yeah. Started... And before I'll be like, I wish I had my earphones. I had my earphones on. I'm like, I'm scared and anything. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me. Don't touch me. <laughs> well, no, you, you spoke to me, but you were just real chill like you were in the interview. But it was the same thing from like when we did the interview. Because I'm going to tell you, the reason I came out was because of how you sang in the interview. Because I, I work with a lot of singers. And you know, there were people, and some people are the real deal, and some people they are, but you you killed it. That made me say, I gotta go see her live now. So that's why I can't. I think it might not have been the same night, it was probably like um it's like a, a week later. later. Yeah. yeah. So but I was like, man, I gotta go see this live, you know, because you it, and uh it's the gift. So but yeah, you were real chill, and then you got up there and all the charisma, like I said, all the personality yeah. came out. And I was like, that's when I was like, okay, she got that the whole package. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, the crazy. That's when I'm. I think because when I'm singing, that's I'm totally free. So I'm like, ain't no judgment here because you came to my show. Right. So you, right. you came to my show. <laughs> so it's time for me to act up. Yeah. Everywhere yeah. else, I have to be conservative. You know, at work, I'm like, you know, with my kids. Sometimes they see the crazy side when I'm dancing with them and stuff. But when I'm up there, it's like, all right, gloves off. It's time. You know. Yeah, um yeah. and I just love people to um to vibe with me like when they when they come out to the shows and they like they feel good you know because I think about if I go to a show I don't want nobody to just sing at me meaning that I'm like okay I'm just here he or she looks good but I don't know what they're talking about right. so I like to actually capture my audience like let me see how they're feeling today yeah. um and I think you asked me when did I realize I that yeah, yeah. Or did you um, oh. like how um how did you overcome the the shyness and or so did you create that other personality for that or was it something that just came out as you performed or or was it like did you sit down and say okay I'm gonna make this other personality so I can wear it out and be free and stuff like that? Oh no, I that think that crazy had... girl was always there. She was always there. <laughs> so you <laughs> created the, 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 the about the personality. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I can't admit that, Dave. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Hey, my, she got like nine people. No. <laughs> no, but truthfully, I didn't know how to do it at first. Um, my first couple of shows, I remember the bass player was like, you're going to have to find out who you are on stage. Nobody can teach you that. Because the first couple of shows, I was standing there, y'all. I was like, mm-hmm. I was rocking. Yeah. And I was sounding good, but I was afraid. So what got me over that? Um, well, I don't know if they're on the call, but definitely Brandon Lee Mail, because they would be like on my back. Like, you need to just do this. But um, one day I just stopped caring about what anybody thought in the audience. Because the first couple of shows, like I told you, mama was there. Right. Mama had on her good church hat, her good church shoes. She was already mad I was in the club because I'm not a club girl. So that was like the first time I went to the club. My skirt was short. So I was just kind of like just nervous. 
And so I started saying, uh-uh, when I perform, I'm wearing pants. Because she would be like, you up there on stage, legs out, you know, ain't nobody coming to see you. They coming to see that. <laughs> All this stuff. So I was like, well, maybe she got a point. So the first show that I wore some pants, um, my team brought me out there, and then we went to Avery's. That's when I kind of was like, it's showtime. And also, um, I would say my backing, like, everybody they were my friends were very like like yes come on like they were like this in the crowd like and my best friend she probably on the live now she was like (laughs) so it's kind of like i'm not about to have all these people come here and i fail um and it felt good after i did it one time i was like oh it's levels you know so um so i went up level so i you gotta come see me again now babe because yeah yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Leveled up to 2021, okay. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that confidence is, is there, man, definitely. So, yeah. Um, so uh, that was, you know, your beginning. Oh, before I go any further, before you, uh, when you were a little girl, like, and people would ask you what you wanted to be when you grow up, do you remember what you would tell them? I definitely told them a singer. A singer was always been singing. Yeah, I used to be like, I want to be a single. I want to be in forensic science. Like, I want to be in forensic sciences. You know, um, because I like mystery books and stuff. I would like read that, but um, I would just be like, I want to sing, I want to sing. Um, but I change now when I affirmate, I change the famous because you could be famous for all the wrong things. Right. Yeah. So I started being like, "Mm -mm." that's true. (laughs) You could be famous. You know, you could be affirmating the wrong things. I stopped saying that and being like, you know what? Um, because as I'm on this journey, I don't ever want to lose myself my trueness like how i am i don't want to um get get like that and then next thing you know dave like she used to come on our show now she you know people do that and you're like what happened you know so they forgot so um i just want to stay true so i that's another well i guess we'll get into that later on in the conversation but that's another reason why it took it took homegirl some time because you know people be like hey man we like your voice so come on to the studio. And I'm like, okay. You know. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I, so, uh, you know, I've been in and around, like, the music industry for a number of years now. One of the things I always try to do when I work with um, with female artists um, is, is, first of all, reassure them, like, because it's a lot of dudes. I even know and have worked with some of the dudes, too. Their whole goal, you know, is something other than music. And, you know, but they use that as the you know, mm-hmm. like the debate, the real you in, you know, yeah, like you said, hey, yeah, I got a studio, come do it, and we're going to lay some tracks down, and you get there and the nigga naked or something, you know, but uh, so, you know, uh, but I always try to, you know, you said what? <laughs> but anyway, I ain't even going, I don't even want to know what you said, Mike, but yeah. I feel he said something inappropriate. Right, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not funny, Dave. Right, right, so, but anyway, um, but yeah, so it must uh, it must be difficult, like that thing, just uh, being a female in the industry, dealing with people and trying to weed through and actually find the people that are really about business. Is that diff- is that really difficult for you, or you know, how are you at like really finding those people that are about business? Well, for one, it's difficult for me to open up to people anyway. So I'd be like, "What you want me to say? Where? Why? What's your reasoning?" You right. know, I go through all these questions, mm-hmm. um, and it takes a long time for me to come out. So usually I have to know the person like, okay, I know them. They seem to be a cool person. Um, I only worked with maybe two people I didn't know. 
And the first go round, I was like, this is going well. And then, you know, I, I like to act. So I got to act this out. And then by the second studio session, it was like, I'm like, what? Hands creeping a little closer and uh. looking at me like this. And I'm like, uh-huh. So we was, I was like singing in the booth. And he like came up behind me and was like, and say this part this way. I'm like, oh, oh. hell no. <laughs> I was like, Wow. I was like, never again. Not but funny, I know that. that's not funny. It's it hilarious, right? It was funny to me because I was like, hey, I can tell what you're doing, sir. Like, you know. So I, I know like, you thinking about you, like, yeah, that, you think so about but I wasn't 16. That's so tough. It's just like I mean, you know, they, uh, people gonna try to get in where they can fit in, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. So you, so you have to be prepared for that as an artist. Yeah, I was strong enough to be a, like, a no. You know, yeah. and he didn't say anything. I just was like, I'm not coming back here in my head. Right. But usually I always go with my, my team. So I always go with my team. Right. Um, my team is my best friend. You know, she's my photographer too. Um, I always go with my team. So I go with someone. But once I trust them, I trust them. Like D'Amico star, I go in there. And that's that's that. But like, um, I also don't like working with a whole lot of people because again, I'm not really uh, open person. Like, so I don't. I'll be like, hmm. I don't really like touching a whole lot of producers at one time. You know, I just be like, let me find that one person that understands exactly where where I'm coming from, and let's make that happen. Um, so that pretty much. My willpower is strong. Let's say that one. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, what you talking about? Oh, no, I'm good. You know, yeah. uh, I'm here to do this. But I can say that my experience, the majority, other than that one person, they actually really was like, you dope. Like, you're really dope. You're good. And yeah. then I respected the guys that say, you dope. You good. At the time, you single. You want to go out? I respect yeah. that better than somebody like, you dope. You good. And then you know, just get straight to it. So, right. um, if there was something that said that, but I do feel like they really meant business, but they also was like, while well, I'm doing this business, you I'm know, trying to do some business. Right. No, Maybe no. this is my potential, you know, cause right, you, sometimes right, right. you meet your potential in your industry. Right, um, right. because as you all know, it's hard, um, dealing, dealing with someone that's in the industry, you know, you got to understand that, the content that they put out and things like that. So it takes a certain type of person to be with, with someone in the industry. So that's why I think they probably lean towards that too. Like I want to talk to somebody else that understands me. Right. You know? Right. Right. You said you met your husband at a, at a session. I mean, at a, uh, at a mm -hmm. yeah. I met him. I met him at a session and that's the first time I ever crossed my, cause usually I say business is business. So I'm mm -hmm. like, Nope, I will never date a musician. And I know some of them watching, because I'd be like, oh, they is foul. How they be doing these girls out here? And I was like, I will not, you know, because I wanted to keep it business. So everybody in my band knew, like, y'all my bros, like, you know, we're going to keep this business. Because I had people come and go, like, background singers, things like that, because I didn't know they was, you know, humping some people up in the band. And oh, then wow. when things go left, then all of a sudden, you know, they out. I'm like, where, they, where, where my background singers at? And now I'm gonna see. I'm about to get. I'm about to get. Mike want me to get. I'm like, nigga, what the hell you do? Right. <laughs> and I would see these girls, you know. So I was like, not doing it. So um, yeah. 
he was actually a replacement drummer. Like he was just coming in for that one gig and um, I needed to ride home because I couldn't drive y'all. It took me a long time to want to drive. So my piano player was like- gonna get into that, but go ahead. No, I'm just- Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my piano player would be like, um, he was like, well, I can take you halfway, man. I can take you to the station. And I'm a, I'm a cool chick. So I'm like, all right, I'm cool, whatever. All right, that's good. And so D, he like, I can take you all the way home. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm thinking like, I don't know this dude. You know, I don't know this man. But okay. So <laughs> so we riding. And just vibing and talking. And he was like, um, man, did you eat? And honestly, I didn't eat. So I was like, no. So he was like, this place called Hip Hop Chicken. And I was like, Hip Hop Chicken? You know, I don't know about that place. And it was just funny because he was just like, how you how you from the hood and you don't know about hip hop chicken? So we end up, I end up eating the chicken or whatever. And then I remember when he dropped me off, he just gave me this weird look like, oh, she's leaving. <laughs> and, and I was looking like, you know, and I was kind of like, dang, we vibed good. So I'm all about vibes over anything because in, 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 in my time in, in the industry, I've met plenty of handsome guys, plenty that I'd be like, oh, okay, all right, what you, and then they open their mouth and I'm like, negative, no thank yeah, you, yeah. vibe is off. So um, I was shocked because I, I never thought I was going to date another musician. Um, yeah. And he, he he was happy that he bagged me because he was like, oh, ain't none of them niggas been with you. <laughs> Congratulations to him, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. It was that. That was great. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's not. He wasn't. He wasn't jealous as far as when I'm on stage and all of that. He only got jealous. He probably got jealous once, one time, because the dude came up and gave me his card. So I wanted the dude to kind of like go on about his business. So I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, would you take his card for it then? <laughs> all right, look, don't go start no uh, drama now. <laughs> Bring it up. He knows. Okay, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and he's um like um he's Marcus's brother, right? He's uh, D'Amico Star's brother, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And D'Amico actually said he's the best drummer he's ever like met in like life. Not just because he's his brother, yeah. but he's one of the best drummers he's ever worked with. So I was like, that's pretty dope, you know. And he knows yeah. I know, but um, but yeah, man, that's cool. So so how has um being married has that changed or affected how you approach music or your you know? Oh uh, yeah, anything like <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing to myself because I know I know my best friend know why I say that, but um, yeah, it affected it affected because um, it gives you different perspectives of writing, mm. and yeah, and so the project that's coming out has a lot to do with um events, things, you know. Okay. Look, Mike, like look at Mike eyes. <laughs> well, I think Mike is looking like that because Mike writes poetry, so you still write poetry, right? Yeah, and so you're uh. You don't write poetry no more, Mike? For what? Mike see the writing on the wall. Right. <laughs> right. He know this project going to be dope. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He going to be the first in line. He going to get the autographed and all that. I'm laughing about it, but um, it's just a, it's, it, it definitely, um, definitely will make you, life will make you level up. Definitely. So I look at it like when things happen, let me just write about this. I'm quite sure a million people have went through the same thing. Let me write about this having more substance. Um, I, I would say more so mom life probably affected my music the most because right. being a juggling and um, that guilt thing of feeling like, oh God, I got to go to the studio. And they looking at me like, where are you going? We need you here. Right. So um, right. juggling 
being a mom. And then the wife called of like, because I have this thing that my goals are very important to me, but I don't want to forget about them. So I'm like, they still need to eat. They still need to do these things. So I want them to see that I'm still going to get all these things done and do what I need to do. Um, so that definitely was was hard. Just kind of overcoming that, like life ain't over, you know, because um, even some of some of my buddies I talk to, they feel like that, you know, once you have kids, like, well, we're just going to invest in our kids, you know, and they forget about their goals. So I'm like, yeah, let's invest in our kids, but our kids are going to be better when they also see that you did what you said you was going to do, you know? So, um, yeah, and not only that, they're going to benefit from what you get from doing what you do. Like the, as you level up, they level up, you know, by default, basically. You right. You, right. You know, so yeah. yeah. And that, that grind is important. And like you said, it's important for them to see you do it so that they know that it can be done. Right. And it's important that you keep rocks in your pockets and you have really good aim. Anyway, Mike, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, like I said, it's important that they see you do it so they can know that it can be done. They have that, like we said in the beginning, that example, you know. Yeah. So, so, so that's dope, man. So you you talked about your kids a little bit. Um, like I said, I read that that interview, and there was a lot of stuff about you know you going through um you know that process of having the kids and how crazy that got and stuff. So I'm gonna start by asking like. How did that process um, of, of having kids and becoming a mom, um, how did that affect you um, as a woman and then also mm -hmm. as an artist? Oh, man. Um, it was crazy because for, for one, I wasn't I wasn't trying to have any more children after the king because once he got so old, like not old, but I was like so many years passed, I'm good on that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when I got pregnant with Lil D, I was like, are you freaking serious? Like I'm pregnant. And I'm supposed to be performing at the cherry blossoms. And I ain't gonna lie, I was pissed off in my mind because I was like, I have so much to do. And now I'm pregnant at the wrong time. Like things like that are playing in your mind. And then I was just like, well, it's nothing I can do about this. So I'm gonna still do this. Um, so overcoming that and the body thing, oh gosh, I still I honestly I still suffer from that. You might have read that in the article. Yeah, um, yeah. because I was like. Now I don't have this child. Look at me. You know, that's the stuff you think like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. No, stop saying, yeah, they were, man. We can't say that. We can't well, say that. But I mean, watching. I've heard this before. You know, I understand. Like, It's awful. It's awful because there's nothing you can, when a woman go through that type of shit, there's yeah. nothing you can do for them except for be there. Just be yeah. there and stand in the storm world because the storm is really, really swirling. It's really messed up. It has your spirit in a turmoil. Yeah. So you done got to do all that. Look at you. Doing all right. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I wanted to get <laughs> yeah. to, though, because it's, it's, uh, that story and that interview has this um, this this amazing, like, um, uh, turning point. And I want yeah. to talk a little bit about that. Like, you talked about uh, when you when you found out you were pregnant with your daughter and then going through that process. Oh, my so, goodness. And how that changed you. Man, yeah. my daughter is, like not saying that she's the reason like better than any other child right, right. every child brought me through something but my daughter was the one that was like you need to get it together like all the way because when i had her going through that of almost dying having her i was like melissa when you come out of this hospital stop playing because you've been playing i had to do self-evaluation be like what the hell you been doing 
Mm-hmm. Not a dang on thing. Like right, right. kind of doing it, not doing it. So I was kind of like, it has to be a reason to be here because um the whole birth was just weird, like whack at the end when I had her. And then um I remember we, you know, we named her Melody. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I remember sitting in the hospital and I was like, her name is Melody. She's doing music. She, I mean, she, her name is about music. I need to just do this. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait and go back into this sinkhole mentally. I was like, no, I'm going to do this now. So having that, cause I had more than one near death experience, but wow. that one was like top to cake. Like yeah. that was like one of those things that music literally y'all was the only thing that, that didn't make me black out. I was singing for five or six hours straight, I was at wow. like nine centimeters, which is unheard for of uh, that long. Wow. And I was just singing, 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 ow, and singing. Not wow, ow, ow. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, it was a oh mess. The epidural never took like her, wow. she was in her sack. It was a placenta abruption. So that means my placenta was like destroyed. So wow. the girl was in me for two weeks like that. And I didn't know. Oh, I, but I, I have a high pain time. So I was just like, my stomach hurts. And I would go to the doctors and, and they just kept saying, you're, you know, you're good. You're good. You're good. And the last day I went, I was like, you guys are not going to send me home. Right. Um, and, but that was the turning point. Literally, that was the turning point that was like, you needed this so that you can stop thinking you have time. That showed me mm-hmm. you don't really have as much time as you think, because what if you wouldn't have made it on that table now people wouldn't have never got a chance to really see. And 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 I when I think about music, I think about everybody else I'm affecting. When I'm working out, I think about other people. I don't just think about myself. I'm working out for myself. I'm like, well, who else am I inspiring to come out of their situation? Right. So um when I was all of that went through my mind. And I was just like, if I can help another mother, you know, because then I went through the phase, my hair was falling out like crazy, y'all. Wow. And I was like, what's happening? You know, and so my hairstylist was like, just cut it. How about that? How about you just stop put with the um superficial things? Cut it, you know, be raw you. So that's what this whole thing is about. Like, I'm I'm more excited about this project than probably anything I ever touched because this will be the first time that people really see the real me, like mask off. Because the thing is, I've mastered honestly smiling. I know how to smile on command. You tell me to smile, okay, I got it. Mm. I know how to look happy all the time. But this album, me and D'Amico, oh, we did some digging to kind of show the truth. Like, And I wanted people to know, and that's why I was saying about Sakari and other people, as you're going through your battles, you still have to show up. Life don't stop for you. So that's why I was saying that for my own circumstances, because battles and storms have definitely occurred. And um, my kids still was like, we need you. Right. You know, you can't be space. We need you. So um, I was just like, let me just tell people what it is, because um, even my past things that I didn't finish, you know, those those things, those things could have helped people like those things. So um. Everything that I'm doing is just about also helping other people. Like, can somebody else hear this story and overcome whatever they're going through? You know? Right, right. Um, so, because 
I'm not knocking anybody else's projects or what their music is about, but I do think we need a little bit more um something to inspire you, you know, when you listen substance. to that song. Substance. substance, yes, that's it. Mike, Mike is a poet. He just he just summed it up for me. <laughs> substance. Right. Like talk to me about something else. I need to hear, you know, music is um it changes your whole vibe. You can change a song and become a whole different person. So um the, I'm not, I ain't gonna lie now. Some of the songs might be a little sad, but um I wanted to remove that mask. Like these are the things that's yeah. been happening, but um I'm still me. Like Mike said, I still look good. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what's happening. So yeah. I would never show it here, you know. Um, but I was just writing. Um writing, writing, and writing. So um I definitely would say um D'Amico Star was one of the people that was like, you need to put this on wax now. Right. Um, my best friend been telling me, um, Shakana, so many people that's in my corner will be like, you need to get this music out. Um, because you know, it's two different sides. Again, mm -hmm. the stage me and studio me is two different people because well, I'm showing two different sides of me because when I'm on the stage, I'm just like live. I'm, you know, I'm hype. I'm there. But the studio is is it exposed everything. So the studio is like, uh oh, now you really got to deal with this is the real. You know, this ain't the part of you. Um, and uh, and honestly, that that's what took me so long because I, I was like, it, it's 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 um when you're in the studio, you're literally acting to produce those songs because what you wrote today, you might not feel that way tomorrow when you're singing it. So I wanted it to be correct when I'm singing it. So I was oh, like, yeah. I have to feel like that then. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um, and also have to be in check with reality. So one of the songs that um, me and him is writing is called Filter because I feel like we live through a filter. Um, our lives, we filter out what we want people to see. And so I was like, okay, that song is pretty much about how I feel. What's my filter? You know, what are the things that I filter out? Well, let me let people see the real deal. This is the real deal. Yeah, um, yeah. People so need we, to see it, man. You know, I mean, it's somebody, yeah. somebody's going, like you said, some of the songs, uh, they might have, you know, have uh, be a little sad, but, you know, people are going through this stuff. And they when they identify with you, that's what makes, you know, music that that um, that lasts, that lives yeah. in people's hearts and minds, you know, for forever. It's when you resonate with them and catch catch meet people where they are you know and and especially if you're giving them you know um giving them that comfort of knowing that they're not the only one you know they you got a fame for life so that's dope man you you said a lot of stuff i want to uh, unpack some of it um i want to start with like uh, you talked about having good people in your corner like um you know we talked a little bit, bit about that with uh shikari and how and her situation and so um that's such an important aspect of success is having the right team in your corner. So having, uh, you know, uh, for you, uh, finding people like D'Amico and having people like your best friend, like um, that whole process, um, did you like, uh, how did you, uh, so your best friend was obviously, you know, your best friend uh, for, I'm trying to figure out how to word this question right. So um, the people who are in your corner, how'd they get there basically? Like, uh, so how'd you meet D'Amico, your best friend, you know? I don't know. Where did those relationships come from? Um, it's, cause see, 
it takes time to get to that that circle, like right. a long time. Um, as far as my best friend, it just was like us going through life together and realizing, dang, she's always there. Like she really is one of my biggest friends. She really is rooting because sometimes you can have somebody rooting for you for other reasons. So I would say with my with my people in my corner in my circle, I put people with exactly where they are. So if this person is rooting for me so they can also make it, that's also fine. Because you're still on my team, but your reasoning could be different from my best friend. It's like, I want her to make it regardless if I make it. Right. Um, so I only got a, I, I got a few of those, but all of those people I've known since childhood. Um, since childhood. And then some people I met early adulthood, and then we just kept connecting. Um and the vibes were good. The vibes were good. Like, I just felt like they were overall good people that it was no ill will. Like, nothing behind them. Like, me coming to y'all show, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just coming to this joint so I can say something dumb, get right. the show canceled. You know what I'm saying. Like, right, yeah, sometimes yeah. that happens. That's my um, time. That's, that's it. Uh, Mike said that's what he do. He gonna say something dumb to get If we ever no, get canceled, Mike, it's gonna be because bring, of Mike. No, you bring the fire. You bring the fire. You bring... You know, you you say what we be wanting to say. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's that's. You know, that's, that's all. Yeah. So love, yeah, yeah. But um, I I'm just thankful for the people that's in my corner and um and the people that that are to come. But I definitely look at people with a little microscope, like, what's going yeah, on? What you yeah. here for? Definitely. Um, because I used to didn't do that. I would be like, okay, you know, and they would say that was my flaw because I would be like, yeah. Love y'all. Like, you know what I'm on stage? I love y'all. And I was serious. You know, and I would get off stage and I really would be like that. And um, I had to learn to close that off because I would be doing that and then people would be like, oh, you do? Tell them, you know. And so my my best friend and a couple other people say, when you do that, you're holding on to a million people problems. And then, so I wanted to figure out a way to listen to those situations and pretty much help other people like okay if this person this person this person that person is going through this then let me let me see how we can build you know um because i feel like we need it like our people especially after covid the mental state and 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 covid showed a lot of people that they weren't happy that they weren't happy because it's like you finally in the house you finally get the rest and you're like i gotta get out of here you know yeah. because you have to really um deal with the real you so that's what i realized they was dang man you've been running you've been running because when you sit here and do these songs you gotta sit here and see the truth yeah. you can't sugarcoat it no more and that was a hard pill to swallow because i was yeah. like you talked a little bit about uh what took you you know the time that it took to create and that's part of it right it's- is having yeah. to take that time to face, you know, your your demons, basically, and the stuff that you, uh, and, and be yeah. comfortable with putting out there and sharing it with the world, but that's the type of stuff, like I said, that makes timeless albums, man. The way you're talking about it, I'm excited to hear, you know, what you got going on and what you got yeah. coming. So, do you have a name for the album? Do you have a tentative date or anything like that? I ain't trying to push you. If you don't, you can say no, but do you have any of that stuff? <laughs> well, me and Domingo saw he really wants me to get better, which is the single out in August. So I believe it's August 10th. Um, I have to check with him, but 
Um, I want to release the whole project on my birthday because I like to do stuff on like right at the tip of the new year. But but the single should be coming out next month. She wants party um, day. Hmm. She wants to party day. <laughs> New Year's party. Yeah. I want to party down. Yeah. Come on. I want to wear birthday. 12 outfits. <laughs> but um enjoy it. Enjoy it's it. the, the visuals. We're actually gonna record them in a couple of weeks. It's gonna be sick. Yeah. Um yeah. the visuals is sick. Um what we have planned. So the first single is called Better, and it kind of it kind of warmed you up for um some of the things that occur. So um I, you know, I leave it for the, the listeners to, to say, is all of this true or not? You no, know, right. is all of it true or not? But um, he did a fantastic job um, on producing it. Also helping me, um, helping me because it was a whole different monster in the studio yeah, versus yeah. stage. I was like, what you mean? I got to layer this 10 more times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was over it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's too much work. I said, if I was live, this would have been done, you right. know, but yeah. Yeah. Um, he was dealt with, with layering, you know, just making him feel comfortable. Like it's okay. You know, come on, you got to do this. Don't worry about that part. Cause I don't like, um, that's something else that I don't know if I, that they put it in the magazine that I struggled with was like trying for everything to be perfect. Like it gotta be perfect. Yeah. So, Oh God, if I would hear something wrong, I'd be like, take that off. And he'd be like, it's the studio. Right we could just fix yeah. that with yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And honestly, at first, I didn't like that because I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's like, the difference between like changing your voice and like fixing. Yeah. Or, like if you go up a little something like that, it's little things you can do. But you got the raw talent, so it's not like you, you know. Right. He was like, "You're not faking it, man. You just yeah. we're just not about to keep doing this twenty times, you know." Right, right. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, "Okay, you know." But um, it's it's it. The song is dope. Um, it's a rapper on that song, and that's actually my nephew. Um, and he's really he's really talented. So I was just like, this is tight. So it starts. I could tell you this much. It starts off like a phone call. Like the person is calling me, and they basically telling me like, you know, get him another chance, whatever. Um, so it's really gonna be good. The visuals we're gonna be recording those on the first of August. Um, so I don't know, Dave, if you see my stories, but I've been getting real trimmed up for that. And I'm like, all right, I gotta yeah, get ready. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I, get ready. Yeah, um, I want to talk to you about your, your fitness journey too. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, that's one of the other things that, um, you know, that was sparked right in that whole time with your daughter being born and all of that. Oh, yeah. Fitness. Oh, God, I love, I love it. Um, fitness is like that outlet. Man, somebody pissed me off. I'd be like, all right. You ain't about, I'm not about to do nothing stupid. I'm just about to keep working on this body. <laughs> but um, yeah. I learned that when I was going through um, and I was so, such in a dark place and I would do that, I would feel better. Um, and I still use that to today. Like if I'm going through, I'm like, you know what? I'm going through. What happened today? Because I learned that um, sometimes in your, in your, in your struggles, you pick up bad habits. And I'm like, the last thing you want to do is while you're going through this one storm, you come out of it and you have another storm because you picked up something. Yeah. So I was just like, while I'm going through this storm, I need to be um, positive. I still need to be my, my uh, good mom. I still need to be there um, for my family. I still need to be there. So I'm like, let me just work out. Because um, like Mike said, the, 
the body image thing when you have multiple children, it's like you just never feel good enough. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I still go through that. Um, and and people check me, so that corner makes a difference because they'll say to me, Melissa, stop, you know, you're good, you know. Um, stop doing that because if not, that that's that takes you down a a, a rabbit hole as well. Yeah. So fitness um had helped me. It wasn't the first time that um I had got on my journey like that because I did it before, I taught a class before. Um, so but I didn't think honestly, I didn't think I could do it again. Like I was like, uh-uh, not after three kids, I can't come back like that. Yeah. And um I came back, y'all. <laughs> Somewhat, yeah, yeah. but what I liked was along the way, my friends and other people were, were like, help us. They kept texting me, messaging me that during COVID, like, help me. And I'm like, huh? I was just trying to help myself. Right, right. And I ain't gonna lie, at first I was a little selfish. The first month I was like, okay, girl, whatever, you know, I'm working on me. But then I was like, maybe I can help some other people. And when I started doing that, that's when that blew up and I was like, oh, so sometimes you can um, embark on something that end up being a big deal just because you're giving out to somebody else. So then once my job, cause you know, I work at Howard University, once they seen what I was doing, they were like, Mel, you've been like this since we met you. You always positive. You always have these affirmations. Uh, we want you to do this program at Howard. We want you to teach Howard students. And I'm like, oh, okay, a, a grant program? You talking about some more cash? <laughs> what? But it wasn't even for that. You know, um, when I got into it, I just wanted to help other people um, change their lives because I know a lot of women that do the same thing and they just feel like I had all these kids or men. But my thing to them is always, um, it's about your mental first. It's about your mental first because you could be the best looking person, be in shape and then feel like you terrible you know, so I try to work with them on that. Like, look, you have to work on your body. Like your body is going to be this. You might not like how Mike said earlier, they listen to the songs. They want to be shaped like this person. And I don't knock nobody that got their surgeries. Just letting y'all know I'm not against, against that. If you want to fix that, but I'm saying don't do it because you think a man is going to be interested in that. So I say it all the time. Hey, yeah. They gonna get this this little tone, but I got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's tone, you know. And you you look at things and say, "Dang, well, anybody looking at this girl because she got this," you know. But at the end of the day, when when you sitting down and you're with this person, it's like, what is the substance? What are you about? So that is what I was. What I try to teach my class is like, get up in the morning, do your affirmations you know, have that positivity around yourself and then add the working out with it. Don't do the working out just because you like, I'm trying to get my summer body. It has to be beyond that. It has to be, I want to be healthy all around, um, all around the board. So I'm doing that and that goes hand in hand with my music because it's all about pretty much building other people while I'm also on the progress of building myself. I was like, you know, I learned that, um, one of the things I learned you all is my story is tied into a lot of people's stories. And um, I learned that sometimes in life, maybe this other person didn't take off as big as they could have been because you ain't do what you're supposed to do. So not saying it's all the blame, but I realized around me, like COVID made me sit down and be like, 
look at all of these amazing friends that you have and all of these people are doing amazing things and your story is tied up into their story and all it takes is one person to like boom and then you pull this person up and this person so um that's my goal my my ultimate goal is to better everybody else while i'm helping myself because um i realize you know shutting down as far as musically being like uh uh ain't nobody going to get this ain't nobody going to hear this it wasn't doing anything except killing me more um so i was just like let me get this stuff out and also help whoever i can help along the way men too you know if the men out there y'all want some help um because it's just about overall health and i don't did i put it dave i don't think i put it in the story but my father um passed of heart disease um and man that I, I I never got over it. I never will get over that death because um I was at the age where I was trying to help him. I was, you know, I was like getting there and um I didn't make it there. So, you know, a lot of times when I'm at my job, I'm like, I've been here so many years, but um I did it to to try to like help pretty much um what word am I looking for? Not kind of give him feel better about what happened, but like, hey, I went to the same place that they took care of him here, so I'm going to give some years here. Oh. So when they told me about the fitness program, I was like, that's the, that it, there it is. Okay. Because um, I wanted to help other people before they got to that point of um, sickness, and COVID exposed that in our communities of how many of us was like, had so many underlying health issues, and all these issues, and health goes all the way around the board all the way through to the mental so a lot of times if you have somebody struggling with body image issues and if they can't walk up the steps then they also might be depressed you know not everybody but i'm saying some people Definitely. so i was i was like you know what if i'm feeling this way it gotta be a bunch of other people that's feeling this way um and when they kept reaching out i was just like i'm just gonna really and that goes back to mike he said assignment and I was like, that's my assignment. Um, you know, my mom used to call me Miss Mission since I was little. I always like wearing a cape. You know, I like to put my hand on my left hip like I'm saving somebody. So I was like, oh, this is how you do it. So that goes back to the beginning, Dave, when you said, um, you know, things take time. And I was actually happy that um, I took my time. And so anybody that's listening to this podcast, take your time, do things on your time. Even if everybody around you is succeeding and they're doing something awesome, amazing, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen for you in your time. So while you're going through your process, you're working, you're working, you're working, congratulate other people. It's very important to congratulate while you're on your way up. But also... Um, know that you can overcome whatever you're going through you can overcome it and that's what this project is going to be about that's what this fitness thing is about um so i'm just trying to i'm trying to help all of y'all <laughs> you know um i always we always say it takes a certain type of person to to recognize a deficiency right to see something that that's needed and to not just say okay I'm going to just help myself and then I'm going to stop. But actually to look out, you know, at the world and say, okay, it's a lot of people that need help. Let me take the effort and take the time to actually not just help myself, but help others. And um, 
like you said, that journey, um, that aspect of it can make your journey so much more fulfilling and, and surprisingly so much easier. You know what I'm saying? Like just having company, having people around you that's going through it too, to share your stories with and, and um, helping them can give you, you know, that confidence to make those moves for yourself. So it's dope that you're doing that. that that's um, amazing. Now, I'm the person like, I always say whenever I, I work with a lot of singers, uh, everybody knows I have like an affinity for singers. I always appreciate really uh, talented people because it's a lot of them, uh, uh, not just female, but singers in, in general who want to be able to do what you do very effortlessly. So I always be like, I just want you to sing all the time and I do nothing else. Just forget about everything else and just focus on singing. But that's just myself is always wanting to hear the voice. But you know, the fact that you're branching out and finding these other things that fulfill you and that bring you, that, you know, give you a sense of, you know, encouragement and, and fulfillment in life is dope. And it'll all add to it and make for a better, you know, project when, when that does come out. And so, um, yeah, keep grinding, man. I'm so proud of like everything that you like to, like you said, that level up is so obvious, you know, as I'm talking to you, you know, saying. Wow, thank you, thank you. That, that, that elevation, you know. So um, so I want to talk a little bit about music specifically right now. Like, your, uh, you know, uh, who are your your top five vocalists of all time? Like, who do you and, you know, give me your five. We all go, time? All of all time. Top five. For you, I feel like I know who one of them is only because they always say, you know, you tend to emulate the top five. So I'm gonna see if I'm right. As go a, ahead. No, no, I'm gonna see if I'm right. Go ahead. I'm gonna <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> you can switch so, up for me. So I'm gonna tell you, you know, because like I said, I've been around music for a while and I've worked with a lot of singers. And so, um, listening, uh, listening to the clip of you singing Precious Lord, the mm -hmm. runs, I heard uh, uh, Monica in there. She ain't my top five. She's not in your like top her. five? Nope. Oh, okay. No. All, right, so, all right, so I was wrong. Now let me hear the top. Who's the top five? No, I like Monica. Um, But see, I'm a Brandy fan. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I ain't gonna get that on this live. They cool, they cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I, like I, actually, um, I actually got that a lot growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's probably why she's not one of my top five, because I'd be like, <laughs> they don't like her. But, the, the but, stuff anyway. but she's tight. But um, I love her. But um, I would put her in my top ten. Okay. I would definitely put her in my top ten. Um, top five. That's hard. Come on, number one. Oh, you yeah. mean vocalist or 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 overall my favorite people? So let's do vocalist first, just because you're so dope as a vocalist. Like I just want to know who you really listen to and who you really you know pay attention Oof. to in your field. You know. So okay. All right, so vocally, I don't know what the order they in. Yeah, I don't yeah, know the order. Yeah. You should already know Whitney is on there. Yeah, well, yeah. Luther Vandross. Okay, he's dope. Um, Shaka Khan. Shaka is amazing. Um, vocalist. New Age. Uh, any all time, any. All time, yeah, yeah. good God, man! You know I love music. Yeah, yeah. Um, hold on, I'm coming, y'all. <laughs> Dang, who else? Um, all time, all time. I mean, I love Mariah Carey, even though you know some of her live ain't. But I love, I absolutely love her. Yeah, yeah. Um, all time. 
I'm missing somebody. Who I say so far? Okay, you had Mariah Carey, Shaka Khan. Uh, who else you say, Mike? Uh, Prince. Uh, she didn't say Prince. Oh, Prince Mariah on there, but he Shaka on the Khan, other end. Luther That's why. Whitney. Yeah, so uh, Mariah Carey, Shaka Khan, Luther, and Whitney. So you need one more. Round out the top five. And we want Round to say, out. say uh, uh, Melissa V. Neal. New age, somebody, I'm going to put a new age in there. Somebody I think that's super dope on all levels. Her voice, I love it. Absolutely. Um, I would say Jasmine Sullivan for me because I love her. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I mean, because every aspect of doing different things, because I wanted to put one new age. I would have put her, yeah, her and the other only other new age probably would have been. I mean, he's still new age to me. I, I absolutely love Tank voice, like Thank you. I'll be like, ooh, I can't listen to his music. Largo. <laughs> so into tank top it, to my top people, he is right, Mike. Okay. Prince. Prince is in our Good God yeah. I love Prince. Um, absolutely love Prince. I love um, of course I love Michael. Um I love Beyonce. Um, cause she's gonna bring that fire. Um, in all aspects, so I love her. I remember just look at her. <laughs> in all aspects, right? Yeah, yeah. That's all aspects. She looks good. She sounds great. She do her live thing. She, like, you like know, awesome. But you ain't got no music. Just go and dance. You know what? <laughs> I will say about Beyonce, like you know, like I said, I I, I, I really love singers. And so mm -hmm. it started because when I was young, my mother used to play a lot of like Aretha uh, Franklin and. Uh, uh, like, um, and shopping con and different people like that, and so I uh, really pay attention to him. And so, as a dude, it's like, yeah, I just want you know, Beyonce, she looks you know, amazing, but vocally, like, she's the only singer I've never heard like crack or make you know, everybody has that flaw, has that one thing, that one mess up. Like, she's the only one I, I've always, she's always on point, and so I give her that. Patty is always on point. That's that's a good point. I I haven't heard it, but I mean I feel like I've heard Patty. I've never like, heard Patty off off point. Oh y'all heard some off yeah. notes from Miss this one. Cause uh, when I get out there, I might start cat scratching when I'm singing. I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> but you sing when you sing with soul. Oh, sorry. Cause Erica, I do. I love her on yeah. live, and um, she reminds oh, me of that person that sometimes you might catch her and she do a little something, and you know, that's her expression. Um. I would say definitely. I agree with you though, uh, Dave, on Beyonce because she's a perfectionist to the to the T. So she's gonna make sure that one that doesn't even come out on there. Like right. you know, and I want that's another thing I want us to level up on. Like these award shows be making me mad because I'm like, you finally there. You are finally there, and this what you did. You got all these dancers. You supposed to be. You supposed to lose it. Right. And and that's what people see in those performers I was talking about because they just come out of themselves and say, we're going to do this. But I think if you get to the point you're like, this is just a job or yeah, I got yeah. the money, I don't have to work. No, you still got to work because you're still reaching your legacy. You still, you know. So um, and that's what I love about those artists because it's kind of like, like Prince, he never felt like he talked his stuff like he never felt yeah, like yeah. he was he always felt like there was something else to learn so yeah. um that's what i learned from them is it don't matter how big you think you get 
it's always something that you can get better at. And um and those performers show that's probably why they're so great at performing because they don't they don't just go off of that last performance and say, um, and that's something I try to take into my own performances. I would be like, what did I do that I didn't like? Um, y'all should hear me when I leave the show. It's a mess. Um, I'm like, oh, set two was a mess. That's all. <laughs> like a Debbie down, like, you know, everybody else is like, yeah, but it's a couple of them I left and I'd be like, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say that on here. I don't know who watching it. I'd be like, B, you did that. <laughs> you did that, you know. So I like to leave the show feeling like that was powerful, you know, and I gotta feel that. If I feel that fire, I already know once I know went off because everybody else, and you know, a lot of times people will say, We wanna see him. We ain't got no footage. That's cause they partying. They is right we there. gone with the wind, you know. Yeah. I'm out there dancing with everybody. Um, so um, I'm actually preparing for a gig I have next month. I have two gigs, but this particular party. And um, I'm preparing for it now. And the preparation I was showing, because I usually don't like to show that type of stuff, but my son was like, "You should. Re we should record this, Mommy. People need to see you being here working out in heels. And I was like, they do? Oh, yeah, but, I saw that video. Yeah, you was like, But that's that something that you know what Beyonce and them do. What does your husband say? You, you working out in the hills? <laughs> Mike, what are you trying to do? Right. Hey, he know I work. <laughs> Mike, let's put, that. See, Mike, let's, Mike, let's put it this way. <laughs> that ain't new. That's not new to him. That ain't new to him. You know. I believe in, in, in all aspects of life, you need to make sure you your top, okay? So be 100%. So, um, he it's not, that you are. <laughs> he used to that. He'll just be like, okay, babe over there jumping in her heels. He'd just be like, really? You know? And sometimes he'd be like, you you like the Energizer Bunny. Like, when, when you gonna relax, you know? And I'm like, I got to get ready for the show. But I really wanted to show people that because um, sometimes we don't see that, you know. And then yeah. I'm like, uh-uh, you got to be a diva with it. You got to get on stage and you're supposed to be fierce. So, you know, some of my um, clients say, I could never do that. I'm like, yes, you can. Put on a pair of heels and try. And you, I don't know if you're going to fall, but... Um, <laughs> But try it, you know, try it. But that's that's why I wanted to show that, um, Dave, that that part to so people could see how I prepare because that's like me warming up. So you already know when I'm actually on stage, I'm yeah, my, my, I'm psychotic up there. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm having a ball because at that point I don't feel anything going on. But if I don't prepare like that, I've had gigs that I've been going off a straight. Um, just not wanting to fail, so I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look back at the, I'm looking back at the drummer like, cut this joint, cut this shit now. Right, right. <laughs> I'll be like, I can't breathe. Or I'll back up on the set, you know, and then look around and and just be like, oh, or my main thing. I'm telling y'all my secrets, but I'll be holding the mic. I'll be like, hold on, what y'all just saying? Ow, or you know. Y'all sing while I get it. I can breathe, you know, but those shows still went great. But I was like, 
Uh-uh. It's time to elevate. So the work you need to put in. Yeah. Yeah. You need to elevate. So um, one of the things that I do plan on doing is making sure I record all my shows so that I can go back and tweak it and see what I didn't like. Because a lot of times, I don't know, just people just be like, that's the greatest. That's the greatest. You know, and they like, you know, hype. And I'm like, yeah. what happened? What did I do? Um, and I believe that's what Beyonce does, and Prince definitely did Everybody, that. Yeah, I so um for a while I managed uh, artists. It was rappers, but it was uh, you know some of the same stuff that you say. I would always <laughs> tell them it's not about just you know um your words, of course, are important to you, and so you want to convey them and make sure they're understood. But it's about creating a moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you up there, you want to give the people. Uh, bring the people into your world and let them see why they want to be there. And, you know, that's how you create fans and, and yeah. you, know, you got to create a moment for them. And so uh, when you're doing everything you're doing, they right there with you, they feeling it. So, yeah. yeah. And your, um, your personality is so inviting. You bring them right into it. And so that's what makes it dope. So, yeah, that um, I always tell them um, about you recording your, uh, your um, practices and stuff like that. People that people love like that love music and especially that are fans of you, they want to be a part of every part of that process. So they love stuff like that. So you know, yeah, I'm just, learning you know, that. even just taking pictures or, or recording a little song. Yeah, it's me in the studio. It's you know two in the morning or whatever the case may be. You know, if you give them a little taste, they love yeah. that stuff like that. Up. So that's that's all of that stuff is. Uh, um, yeah, just just yeah. Stuff is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going so, towards so, that because I would. I would be so secretive before, you know, I'd be like, I ain't nothing to my story. Yeah, you ain't got to give them everything, but just yeah. you know, take something to, 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 to have them ready. And, you know, um, I would say, you know, when you, you in the mood and you just feel like singing something, you know, just record it and throw it out there. It's like, yeah. you know, covers and stuff, not nothing, you know, that's yeah. work. You know, no, stuff. but you're right. You're right. Because, see, I'm so critical. I'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't got a band with me. I'm just sitting here in the house. Nah. That echo don't sound right. Like, and I'm not putting that out there. like that, but I always tell people, like, it's people out there doing a lot more with a lot less than what you have. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you have, like, the, the key element is the voice. Like, you have it. You got it. But you yeah. know that. But, yeah, yeah. So that's going off the time. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about what you got coming, man. And I'm, I'm definitely, um, you know, if you let me know where to be at, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you know the secret location. Yeah, yeah. You, you can come because y'all, uh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, any any gigs you have or anything like that. So speaking of that, um, mm -hmm. if people want to get at you, like for gigging, for you know, for uh, vocals, for anything, like um, how would they be able to reach you? Like social media stuff like that. I guess that would make sense to tell them, huh? Right. <laughs> Dang, bit, bit, I ain't think bit. about that on my memo. Right. Um. <laughs> Well, you Google me, baby. Yeah, I, I, I know the <laughs> Google me. If you if you Google Melissa V. Neal, I'm everywhere. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a mess. I am on there, but you can find me on Instagram at Melissa V. Neal. So M-E-L-I-S-S-A, middle initial V, N-E-A-L. Remember, y'all, Witsy is my, what do they call it? Yeah, man. I had a brain uh, Yeah. So um, Witsy is, is, it's so you better put that. some respect on that man's name. Say no, 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 no. I definitely <laughs> respect it. That's why I'm on here is Melissa Wissy. Yeah, but yeah. Melissa Wissy is not tied to my music. So at first it I was should, going, it should be. It should because oh. them, two them two different people. Yeah, Melissa yeah. Wissy is uh, not Melissa V. Neal. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I wanted to keep them separate. Um, and plus, I didn't want to lose all the things I had before. Branding, yeah. Yeah, so I was like too long of of information out there to just lose that. So um, you guys can find me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook also as Melissa V. Neal. I'm everywhere as Melissa V. Neal. I'm on Google. I mean, I'm on YouTube as Melissa V. Neal. Um, so you can find me there. Say you on but SoundCloud. I found the SoundCloud joint. You, you did. Sorry, I, re- I re-recorded. Let me tell you, Dave, I re-recorded that joint. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're going to put it back out? Yeah, because when I recorded that, I was um like eight months pregnant with Lil D. Okay. And I was struggling like a mother in the studio. I was like, sometimes. Yeah, no, you sounded good, though. It sounded amazing. No. No, it did. It did. Like, and I'm hard on singers. I'm trying to tell you, like, it's, it's like you have the gift. Like, you have the like that it factor. She know that. She know. Yeah, that. yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, no, I'm serious. I mean, when I'm listening to myself, I'm like, that was, mm-mm. you know, it's different. I, it's different. When I hear myself talk, I'm like, that's your voice. Uh, when you sing, come on, you know a good voice you hear. Yeah. Well, you know we my our own worst critics. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when I hear stuff, I be like, "Girl, you should have redid that." That's what I don't like about the studio. But um, live, I don't get a chance to do that because I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm 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 cocky live, so I'm like, "What?" I be getting on, I be on face and stuff. So I don't know. But studio, it it's a little bit different skill set. But um. But just like you said, Dave, a lot and Mike, a lot of people say that to me, and I appreciate it because I actually be needing to hear it because I've been hearing some of this stuff, and I'm like, dang, this singer just did like ten riffs, and she like overlaid herself twenty five times. How she do that? Yeah, <laughs> you know that that but, process is long, but it's it's yeah. worth it to learn to stay in there and get all that stuff. I always ask people, do you have like um like uh, I don't know if you've done uh, a lot of recording, but when you're in there for a long time, people sometimes have like a studio survival kit. Like I always used to take like uh, water, of course, uh, some mm-hmm. candy, because after a while you start breaking down, you start getting tired, so I had like some sugar or something mm-hmm. and uh, something to read for like the long time, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the mixing and all. You had something you just got to have with you when you're in there? Okay, so let me write that down. That's new. That's new for me because I do be getting mad. I mean, like I've been in this joint too long. Yeah. And Marcus... I think because I'm his sister-in-law, he'd be like, all right, sis, we'll see you tomorrow. When you coming back? Because he know, like, God damn it, it's going to take her two years to go back. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I might need to do, I'm going I'm to look into that because, um, one, I need to make sure I'm not coming from work. That's a major issue. Because yeah. um, I'll be tired, you know. So after a couple of rounds and I don't like it, I'm like, I'm good. Well, you know? you got, well um, just, um, if you're going to come from work, it's the same thing you can do. First of all, you know, rest your voice while you're at work. I don't know if mm-hmm. you do a job. We have to talk a lot. Well, unfortunately, everybody always talking to me. Yeah, so, but on them days, yeah. you're going to record. Just try to rest your voice. Like, what is it? They're going to ask you questions and shit. They're going to ask you all the questions. Well, I'm the peacemaker. I'm the peacemaker. Okay. I'm the peacemaker, I, but it's okay. It's just I, I'm counseling people all day. Like okay. it's all right. What happened? The girl back there did something, and I'm preaching to people all day long. Okay. Um. Okay. So I noticed that. So that is a good idea, Dave, because I talk too damn much at work. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you gotta do. But uh, I'm saying, you know, that's your instrument. So you know, you wanna uh, make sure it's ready. You know, when you get there. 
And like right. I should have something with you because I mean that 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 long time, especially like after I started getting into mixing and all of that stuff, then it was interesting to me. But when I first was going in, like when I was going up to New York recording, and they, you know, we'd do we lay the vocals and then he'd mix for 30 minutes to try to get it perfect. And then I lay some more and then he mix it and then we have a song. But I just be sitting there looking at so I started bringing like back then it was a book. Now I try to have like my phone with me or something, but you know, mm-hmm. something, something to do, you know. Um you know, some people, you know, bring like a drink, drink with them if that's what they, you know, into. Um, you know, I don't drink my, um, they. Oh, okay. Yeah, me neither. But, uh, uh I, I don't drink at all. No, me I, neither. I might uh, you, give me some, you give me a vitamin oh, shot. There you like, go. Yeah. Maybe, you know how they, you go to the smoothie place and be like, vitamin shot. Maybe yeah, I can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, some people do that if that's what they, you know, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. For the part, just some. Definitely water. Um, if you're gonna be singing a lot, you might want to bring like some tea or lemon or something like that to keep your vocal cords, you know, running. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we call it like a little studio survival kit. Just something you always stuff you always bring with you and make sure you have it. Um, okay. Yeah, that'll help you do that do that process. And but I mean, working with Amico, man, that dude is. A, is a, I tell him, you know, all the time, like he's brilliant, man. Like um. So, he it, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like yeah. I be like, dude, you got all of these beats. Like what? Yeah, yeah, genius. Yeah. And I try to give them to a couple of my friends, and I'm sh- I'm talking about y'all, yes. And they were like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay then, don't jump on once my project finish. Right. Because so, he might not be available then, you right. know. Right. But um, he's dope. He's awesome. Um. And I'm definitely looking for you guys hearing all of the craziness that that, that goes on in in this world over here. And um, (laughs) I'm quite sure you guys will be able to relate to some things. Um, But you all, nine times out of ten, will probably be shocked and be like, what? Oh! (laughs) He smiles all the time. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to, I ain't never going to let nothing take my smile away. I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna do that to the point that I'm not smiling and no, because there's always something in the day that happened that that can make you smile. So I had my little moments that I'd be like, I'll call my best friend and be like, oh, life's falling apart. Right, yeah, yeah. And then like five minutes later, she said, Melissa, you so crazy because five minutes later I have on some type of turn up music and I'm like, straight that night and I'm over it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and life is about getting over, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always going to be stuff that's going to be, you know, there. That's gonna yeah, be- always, right. always. Now, life is about how you get over it, man. And, and, you know, if you master that, you win. You know yeah. And not just for you, you win it for all the people that's looking to you for. So you win it for your kids, you win it for your husband, you, you know, you're doing it, man. So, like I said, like just uh, seeing your progression from where you were, and not even not even that you was in a bad place, because you was doing it back then. Dang, man, like, come on, man, I was in a bad place, man. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't show it like, like you said, you were good at, you know, doing, you came in with the team, you, you know, killed the interview, you sang, yeah. uh, uh, you know, amazingly at the end. And so, um, and I'm, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you got a little something, you might want to, okay. But look, so I'm, <laughs> but before we go there, hold up, before we go there, it's two questions because we, um, um, it's already 830. It's two questions that I always ask. Everybody that comes on, I always like the answer that I get. So I got to ask you the two questions first, okay? So the first one is, if you could talk to a younger version of yourself, if you could talk to, let's say, uh, 14-year-old Melissa Neal, 
if you could get in a time machine with everything that you've been through, everything that you learned, all the wisdom that you gained, if you could go back and have a conversation with yourself, with 14-year-old you, what would you tell her? Dang, 14-year-old me? Dang. Girl, bump these boys. <laughs> bump these niggas. No, 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 no. I'm playing now. No, I would just tell myself, um, no fear. No fear. Like, don't worry about your circumstance. Like, no fear. Um, go ahead and, and do whatever you dream of. Because when I started off at that age, I wasn't really focused on music. Like, I was singing at church, but that was it. Like, I wasn't like, you know how some people start off at that age and they're putting their stuff out and, um, you know, sending their stuff back then off to Disney and all that. I wasn't doing that. Because mm -hmm. um, honestly, I didn't see anybody else come out of their circumstance. So I was just like, I'm going to go to school like everybody else and sing on the choir and, you know, go to church and sing. And that was my life. So I would tell myself um, to definitely believe like really believe and focus like you can do this okay yeah yeah that's dope yeah yeah because you might have been the one that was dope enough to make it happen when everybody else was. and you still you know but it's, take me back it's time right, right, right. i don't want to go back now i'm time. building the time machine i got you when it get, when it get done i got you i'm gonna hit you up you know? <laughs> <laughs> but the other question is you know mm -hmm. um you performed a lot you've been on a lot of stages and done a lot of things you didn't even get to all the people that you sang with uh, and all of that, but uh, but you got to come back doing and hang out with us some more. But um, but I do want to ask you, um, you know, like I said, you've been on a lot of stages, you performed a lot. It's been a lot of people looking at you. When people look at, when people see Melissa V. Neal, what is it that you hope they see? Mm, dang, dang, these questions deep, boy. I know, I do that. That's what I do. That's why I got to go. <laughs> dang, you got to send me these later too. Um, so I would love to like, like, you know, really get into the question, but, um, what would I want them to see? Cause I know I like them to have a good time. Right. Right. But when they mm. look at you, what do you hope they see? Like, what do you hope when they like, wow, she's that, 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 what is that? I guess just, she's great, man. She's great. She's great. Um, and I hope they see that. The main thing, like, all this three kids later, she's still out here. She overcame, like, you know, she's doing it. I can do I can do whatever my dreams are, basically. So having a good time, you know, escaping. Because I like to be that that escape, too. But also, like, inspired. Like, well, that's what it is. That's the word. When they look at me, I just want them to be inspired. Like, okay, I'm inspired. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So, all right. So, um, we gonna wrap up. But I want to know if you, uh, if you don't want to, it's cool. You can always say no. I'm just trying to figure out because last time I sang a gospel song, right. I can't talk gospel with no R&B. Well, I mean, now it's, it's your voice is. I mean, if you can sing the McDonald's theme song, with, you know, it's mm -mm. Do I remember that song? Think of happy. All right, let me see. Hold on, hold on. Oh. <laughs> Mike, like, uh oh. <laughs> you ready, oh, Mike? You good? I'm fine, man. Okay. All right, we ready. All right. Um, let's see. What you want me to sing, Dave? 
You want me to take it, take it? You want me to take it while I took it last time? It got to be better than that. Well, okay. I mean, that's, that's up to you, man. I just want you to do what you do. Just show the people who, who Melissa B. Neal is. All right. All right. So I, that means I got to go to my roots. Okay. <laughs> I can't sing no gospel song. I mean, no uh, R&B song for that. All right. Yeah. All right. So this is actually, y'all, the second song that I probably sung ever. Okay. It's the second song I ever learned. And you guys know his ass is on the sparrow. You should know that one. Yeah. All right. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should the shadows come? And why should my heart feel lonely and lost for heaven? But I'm going to tell you what I liked about that just now is anytime somebody sing that song, they sing, Lauren, they do their impersonation of Lauren Hill from Sister Act. And you didn't do that. And I appreciate that. Like, it was oh. different. Like, they do a perfect, and, and, and it's cool. Like, um, like I said, I've worked with a lot of singers. And so I yeah. do that song a lot. And they always, the runs are exactly the same and all that stuff. And you, you made it your own. And I appreciate oh. that. Because it, it was dope when she did it. But I get tired of that. I like your version yeah. better now. Yours is my official favorite. That's how I'm going. Oh, that's nice, though. That's nice. I, that'd be my goal. You know, when I cover stuff, I'd be like, like when I cover, and I told one of my friends in music this, he he um be with the Future Band, somebody he went out to see, and they was performing um Jill Scott, It's Love, and I was irritated because I'd be like, that's my cover song, and if you ain't going to do it like her or like me, don't do it. <laughs> don't play with it. Don't play with it. Um, cause certain artists is like, if you're not gonna be on a level, what you what you covering that song for? But like, one of my friends in music, her name's Christian B, and she did um Jasmine Sullivan recently, and she did it her way, but she did that dang thing, and that's how you gotta do it. So for my coming up artists, if you covering songs, 
you better cover something you can cover. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't ask me to sing Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, because I, I listened to that song so many times, it would be really hard for me to get out of exactly how she did it. Exactly. You know, so I would I be trying to match her and, you know, that's one of those timeless songs is like, leave it alone. Yeah. So, um, I try to think about that when I'm when I'm covering, you know, music. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I tell people. It's good to do covers because uh, you want to put your voice, which is something new that they haven't heard, in a familiar package, which is a cover song, something they have heard, and that makes it acceptable. And it's a good time for you to um, display your talent. And that's why you can't do it. You have to kill it. You have to kill it, especially if it's something that people love. It's a classic or something like that people really revere because they're gonna be looking at you like you look at people when they try to do his love. Like, what are you doing? Don't yeah, you know. So. Yeah, man. yeah. So, it's amazing. Hey, man, thank you so much for coming through and talking to yes, us tonight, you. man. It's, it's, it's been really dope, man. You're awesome. Uh, yeah, everybody, we wait, wait for the album. Uh, you said the uh, the single is coming out. When you say Next that? month, y'all. And y'all gonna start seeing it on my stories. I'm gonna be, like, prepping and I'm gonna, it's gonna be some stuff. Oh, shoot, I need to put this out here. Public service yes. announcement. I need a, um, Love interest in my video. Oh, so, okay. I know some people. Yeah, yeah. Love interest. I got to interview y'all because I got to vibe with you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it needs to be raw. It needs to be real. Yeah. You know, so if your dream's been to get up on me, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I need a love interest. Um, Because at first I was going to make it really, like, really, but I was like, you know what? No, I need a love interest. Um, and then I want to actually meet the person before, so it's not like weird. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, when you act, you gotta, you know, uh, yeah, uh, like this person like, hugging me, and yeah. I don't never even say nothing yeah. to them. So I need a love interest. So if you're hearing this, and you know, uh, I love my LTGB community, y'all know that, y'all know it, but I'm talking about a man. Okay. I'm not gonna, trying to be funny. Don't need that right there, but uh, no. <laughs> no, because you say love interest, you know, you never yeah, know. My hands yeah. huh? Look, you know what I'm saying? But look, though, nah, I know some folks. Look, everybody. Mike, you know what I mean. Yeah, we love everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we support everybody. But um, but no, for real, I know, I'm going to send some actors your way, for real. Like some, okay, got some it. Actual actors who can, you know, you can do it. And yeah, you're right, you have to do that chemistry test. A little show in the video of you if he go to hug you and you like oh you know so you right do that. right so, <laughs> so so yeah but but yeah my um, sensitive I know some folks that would probably be perfect for it too um yeah so yeah that's dope man so when you looking at uh, oh um and it's about the second week of August but we're gonna start shooting the beginning of August okay cool, cool. yeah we're gonna start shooting the beginning of August um and hopefully my goal is for it to be out within, like, because basically we're doing little, like, little little things coming up to the actual signal. So it's kind of like people are like, oh, shoot, that's, what's, that's, what, that's what happened in that particular event, you know. And they'll see, they'll see the dark side of mail. Ooh, the dark, the dark side. side. <laughs> but it's going to the visuals that um, Lens, Lens Photography, we came up with, um, my hairstylist, Kenneth Edderton, um, it's it's dope. Like the concept that they came up with. So um, I can't wait for you all to see it. Yeah, man, I'm excited the way you've been talking about it and to know that you've been working with uh, with D'Amico and, and doing your thing, man. I'm excited. So 
Yeah, man. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be on the lookout for it. Make sure you you know uh, send us the link so we can put them up so our people can see it. And uh, if you haven't followed her yet, go follow Melissa B. Neal right now on Instagram, on uh, 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 Facebook. Do that, y'all. On Nintendo 64, everything. Go follow her wherever you Yes. Her. <laughs> and and uh, look, man, thank you so much, like I said, for uh, coming and hanging out with us tonight. It's been amazing. Uh, uh, you're a dope artist, and I can't wait to see what you got coming. On behalf of myself, Super Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Incredible, my illustrious brother, Just Mike, and the awesome and talented Miss Melissa V. Neal. Another episode of the Neighbors Livecast. We'll be back next week with more interviews, more information, more entertainment, and more fun. Have a great week, y'all. Take care of yourselves and each other. And peace.